0: Welcome to the Waiting Warriors Podcast. I'm Michelle Bowler. I'm an army wife of over eight years, a mom of four little girls, and a huge believer that supporting your military or first responder loved one is way easier if you connect with the community. And along with sharing some of my insights and journey, I have set out to interview Waiting Warriors around the world so we can all learn about their triumphs and their struggles. Together, we can learn to do more than just survive. We can thrive. And that is what being a Waiting Warrior is all about. Hey, Waiting Warriors. Welcome to another week on the Waiting Warriors podcast. This is Michelle Bowler, your host. And this week we have a... um, I'm, I'm really excited to talk to this guest and get to pick her brain. We have Vanessa Hartman. Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Thank you. I'm excited to talk with you. Good. Um... And just as a reminder, we started recording these. I was gonna say videoly, with video, whatever, the right, Kermit? Right, videoly. We'll just make videoly a term. Um, so if you want to see Vanessa's beautiful face, then you can. You know, I think it's fun to connect a face to the words. Um, watch that on YouTube. If not, just keep on listening on your podcast platform. But Vanessa is um has been married to a soldier in the medical field for 12 years they have a seven-year-old son and she has a business that helps people create their own homeschool co-ops and live a healthier lifestyle with young living um so i actually just got introduced to vanessa through a mutual friend and army wife Alara, who has like one of the most amazing and touching stories which is in episode 18 um And Alara sent me Vanessa's Instagram handle so I could like check her out and see and not see her, but connect with her. And I started scrolling like we always do. And immediately I was like, oh, I need to talk to her. Like you just, you look at her feed and you just get like this really good vibe. And then I started reading your content and I was like, oh, everyone needs to talk to her. Like everyone needs... And Vanessa in their life you just have a very like smooth smoothest the best tr- that I've been able to come up with like it's just a smooth calm vibe like life doesn't have to be complicated life doesn't have to be crazy or bad or just negative like have you always been like this or has you know was Vanessa 12 years ago different Vanessa
1: 12 years ago was very different. Um, And I think that's the best thing I can be open and honest about Um, the first move actually with my husband. um, So we live in Maryland now, but our first move was to Maryland and I did not like it. I was not positive Vanessa. I was negative Vanessa and I can tell you, it makes the world a difference. If you go from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, it's total. Every single aspect is different. So, um, most people would look at my Instagram, they would look at all the messages I'm saying, they would come to my co op, they would come to my workout group and think I've always been this like holistic, like inspiring person. And I haven't. Like, I, my childhood was not the magical childhood I'm giving my child. And um, everything I've created, it's because I did the work to do the change, and it all really came from that positive mindset, mm-hmm. like, just of moving and being like, I'm going to be here for this amount of time, I can either be grumpy about it, or I can make the mess, the best of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you do that, though? Because like, military life throws big wrenches at us, right? Like, you know, we can, I can be positive all I want, but that doesn't mean that hard things aren't going to happen. So how do you How do you start that? How do you keep that going?
1: So it's actually kind of interesting. When I first met Alara, it was, we were both at Fort Irwin, which if you ask anyone's opinion about Fort Irwin, most people are going to say really negative things about it. Mm -hmm. And so we were just like, for our family, my husband and I were like filled with that before we went there. My son was like two years old and both my husband and I were like, well, we're just going to go there and we're going to make the best of it. So we went in there with a very positive mindset and totally changed everything. Like I was able to create this mom's workout group and I met like 200, 300, like so many moms and got to connect with them and give them this space to like come and be that positive outlet, like in this very, very negative environment. Um, My husband did very good, like in his job and it connected like. The things I was doing was also connecting with his job and helping him and it all just came together that we were like the Hartman family that was this positive outlet in this like Mojave desert where everything is brown and like, everyone's like no I don't want to be here but they're like oh yeah I know the Hartman's like they're awesome and this is they like they helped me this way so I think it's really like you just gotta like dig down inside of yourself and be like look yeah Like, for example, in my house right now that we're renting, like, our dishwasher's broken. We're technically not supposed to use our fireplace yet. The vacuum broke because I have curly, crazy hair that, like, clogged the whole thing. The washer and dryer, like, the outlet thing, like, the circuit breaker, like, went out. And instead of being like, oh, my gosh, like, this rental stinks, and we're gonna, like, everything's breaking. I'm like, okay, like it's okay, we'll figure it out, we'll fix it, like, we're still alive, we still have food, we, you know, like, it's Mm -hmm. whatever you give your energy to, whether it's positive or negative, like, you put it out, it's gonna come back to you.
0: Yeah. So has it just been that mindset that has kept you grounded and, like, on a, not, like, on a path, but just, like, on a good flow. I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like that has just taken you to such a positive place in life. Or are there other things like, I don't know, like Alara mentioned minimalism. Like does that really feed into the positive mindset that you're able to have? Or is that just you know, minimalism, minimalism and holistic living? Is that just something you do because you enjoy or do you feel like those things feed into the positive mindset?
1: So I definitely am a believer of it's all about your complete lifestyle. Like I could have a positive attitude, but like all these other things could come and like drown that out, you know, so minimalism, um, like, exer- like, I obviously love exercise. Like, So I guess the best way to just break it down is describe like a day in my life. So mm-hmm. I wake up like, um, I actually, so it's nine o'clock here for me and I don't mm-hmm. stay up till nine o'clock. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like my husband and my son were both like, how are you gonna stay up till nine o'clock mom? So I go to bed super early because mm-hmm. I wake up at like three, 4 a.m. And I love having that like quiet time to myself. Like the world is quiet. Like my husband and my son are sleeping. And so like, I can do all these things I want to do. So if I want to exercise or I want to read, or I want to meditate, or I want to get my work done, like whatever I need to do, I do during that time. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: that sets the intention for my day that I'm not like waking up feeling like frazzled. And, um, so from there, like I go to, uh, will like eat breakfast. Like usually as a family for all year or like we'll have tea and coffee and kind of like just like check in and -hmm. then I get in the shower or I'll exercise first and get in the shower and then I have a breathing exercise I do in the shower. So I take a deep breath for everything I'm grateful for and then take a deep breath for everything that's challenging me. And so I feel like my whole day is very intentional, but that positive mindset is what sets a tone for it. But definitely, um, I think once you get in tune with intentional living, then it plays into a part of, like, minimalism of, okay, especially, like, as a military family. So this is the 19th house I've lived in. And Ooh. not just, like, in our military time, but, like, some in right. college and before. But when you're constantly moving, like, you're feeling that stuff. So for us, um, actually, every – Uh, my husband's been in, well, so we did Maryland, Hawaii, California, Hawaii, Maryland. And every time we moved, we've always been packed in a day. And when our household goods arrive, we're able to unpack in that same day. So, I mean, that's very freeing. Like you're not feeling oh my gosh, like, is this the right place? Where am I going to put this? Like, Mm -hmm. and so it definitely helps your mindset. I feel like because you're already overwhelmed. Like okay, I'm in a new place. I need to comfort my child. He's sad that we left our old house and our friends. Like I can't, I don't have an abundance of time to like, like I need to unpack for a week or a month, you know? And so I think the key to everything is just intentional living of your attitude and where you're spending your time. Mm
0: -hmm. So is it like with intentional living, is it just that everybody should like, how how can people develop that for themselves? Is it just you should intentionally live this way? Or how can people start that for themselves without, like, just taking on something that other people do?
1: So it's actually perfect timing because I read this quote this morning. So we're in November right now. And it's separating and saying November. So like, we all like you have the same 24 hours in a day that I do. Mm-hmm but we're all in charge of the time, like our time. So we can't hit the pause button. We can't like fast forward, rewind any of the things. And so we're given this time and where we choose to put our time is up to us. So it's so much of like saying like, okay, like I want to do it all. Like, absolutely, it sounds fun. Um, But being like, I'm sorry, I have to say no. And it's hard when it comes to friends and family and being like, look, I love you. You know I love you but I'm sorry like I just can't do it all and mm-hmm. like I think it's important too for our kids to see us do that because then it's showing them like time is valuable and how you spend yeah. it is valuable and so we're teaching them from our example of like for us homeschooling especially it's like okay we're really in charge of our schedule and so mm-hmm how we spend Monday is up to us, how we spend Tuesday is up to us. And yeah, we could sign up for all the things, but think about how we would feel.
0: Yeah. So how have you determined what, like, not what dictates your day, but like, what are the top priorities for you?
1: So I think a big thing to evaluate, especially like when you're looking at your calendar, like I look at it, it's kind of like, sacred planning of like, okay, so if I say yes to this, this means I'm saying no to like this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like to look at it as like, okay, we're gonna do our homeschool co-op. Like I don't wanna have something in the evening or the afternoon that we have to like constantly looking at the time, like we gotta go. Like I wanted to just be like, we're here, we're fully here. And then um, my son calls it like, well, I call it settling in when we come home. I'm like, we're gonna settle in, like I'm gonna pack our bags the dishes, water bottles away, all that. Um, So, like, I like to have that time to kind of, like, transition back. He gets to go play, and we just get to soak in everything we did. But um, the best takeaway I have learned from whatever I sign up for is how we feel afterwards. So that time of, like, settling in, like, do we feel drained and exhausted? Like, it's probably not the right thing. Or do we Mm -hmm. feel, like, nourished and inspired and, like, just supported and grounded, like from the conversations and the play with the kids, because like everything we expose ourselves to, like, we're feeling like fully, like, you know, like mentally, physically, everything we're taking that in. And so I try and only schedule the things that are going to like lift us back up and not be like, oh my
0: gosh, like, why do we do this? Why are we keep, why are we keep going here? Yeah. What do you do? Cause like you've moved time and time again, and I know you've experienced a number of different places. What do you do when you're trying to be intentional and you're trying to create those kind of feelings, but like stuff, the same things, especially don't exist in California as they do in Maryland. So how do you make sure if you're being so intentional, how do you make sure that you get those same needs met?
1: So I think too, with each move, it's a different phase of our life. So it's always going to be changing. So the first time we lived in Maryland, we didn't have my son, my, my husband and I were newly married, like out of college and I was working full-time and corporate wellness. And my husband was starting his military career and he was like on night shift and I was working more like the Monday through Friday, like, Mm -hmm. um, government hours and, then and so like our life then is completely different than now and then we moved to Hawaii and it was really hard for me to find a job and so I ended up just starting to create my own thing I would travel around the island I would um, like meet with moms in their home and help them with fitness and their kids could be there and then I started a mom's workout group once I had my son in Hawaii and then we moved to Fort Irwin and my son was still young and so it's like okay my like I know how to lead workouts and all this so I can do that but then once he got older and we decided to homeschool then I was like well he doesn't want to be at workout groups with babies crawling around like I need to start creating homeschool co-ops now and the funny thing is like I never thought I would homeschool and here I am like leading homeschool co-ops and helping people do it and I'm like you I feel like though once you have like leadership and confidence and you know what you're looking for, for your family, like what you need in that move and in that space that you're there for like that two to three years, if it doesn't exist, like you can create it. And once you create something once, use what you learned from that time and keep going. And you're going to help everyone because it really just takes one person to start it. And everyone that wants it, they're going to come there and support it.
0: Yeah. Which is like, it sounds so simple. And yet, as you're saying it, I'm thinking, okay, how many times we're waiting for the MWR to create it or the, you know, the military in general to create this program? And why isn't the base more focused on the you know, the families and creating these things it's like, oh, but then you just say it's like, well, what if we just create it?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, too, on the military spouse aspect of it, like, I very rarely like label myself as military spouse. I feel at the most when you're like in that awkward stage of like you're leaving a place and you're researching Mm -hmm. all the things for the next place. And then you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, like starting all over again. Um, But actually at Fort Irwin, I had no support from the NWR. I was told to stop the free workout group I was running Mm -hmm. multiple times, even though it was outside at a playground. I was threatened I was gonna lose my house. Like uh, all kinds of crazy things, yes. Well, and it wasn't until I had the general of the bases support that they were like, Oh yeah, this is amazing. How can we support you? <laughs> and then everyone wanted to like endorse it like it was their program.
0: Yeah. And
1: so too, it can be intimidating because there's all these rules you have to follow. And unless yeah. like I was like, you can't my big thing I was like, I'm benefit like benefiting other people here. And you yeah. can't tell me I can't exercise with my friends. Like that's mm-hmm. what I kept telling myself and all the other people. But yeah, so too, I can see it can be really intimidating if you're living on a military base and there's all these rules you have to follow. And there's these things that you're like, I wish they had this. Why don't they have this? And like I feel like so many times they don't have that. It's because Mm -hmm. one person complained, and it just... But two, it shouldn't... It's almost like, okay, well, people need that. So let's, like, Mm -hmm. bring it back. And that's what I focus on. Like, bring it back to a positive of, like, yes, this sinks. There's all these things. But how can we, like, keep moving forward in an energetic way that it's going to bring it back?
0: Yeah. Okay. I love that you told them no like you can't tell me no you know what I mean like I don't it and you know just so I don't get myself in trouble with anybody somewhere along down the road like I'm not saying you should break rules on post like you were doing in a way that was following the rules but then you stuck to your guns when they were fighting you on it and you stood up for what you believed in and I love that because it was just like we need this And what I'm doing is right. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. Like, I, I like that. That's fun. I'm a little feisty and it's fun Fun that way. Okay. So like positivity, like we want to keep the positive mindset and that just feeds into everything. What have you seen in just your experience? What is like the most common thing, you know, quote unquote thing that you think military spouses could change that would give us a better positive mindset? Do you know what I mean? Like, so I actually, um, my husband and I met
1: because we met in ROTC in college and I did the national guard for five years. And that helped me definitely understand this military lifestyle more. Um, the biggest thing I could say is let go of everything out of your control. Because the more you're like, oh, my gosh, like, are we going to move here? Or when are the movers coming? All these, like, ridiculous things that, like, we don't have control of. Like, we moved during the pandemic, and we have a giant chip in our bench in our table, and there's no way that's getting fixed or even documented. Like, you got to let it go and control your reaction. And, too, like, Mm -hmm. our kids are learning from those reactions, you know? Like, um, so it's, like the things that we feel like we need to get worked up about, like, do they really matter? Like reminding myself, like, okay, is this really what's important in my life or not? And like, the more we start to catch ourselves in those moments, the easier it gets. And so whether it's like, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, because there's all these things out of my control, like maybe I need to go for a run, maybe I need to do some yoga, maybe I need to grab an oil and put it on my chest, maybe I just need like, two minutes to breathe, and then I can handle, like, my five kids, and I don't have five kids, but, you know, like, my five kids in this move, or whatever, you know, like, there's really small practices that really make a big impact, but a lot of times, like, I think it's easy to forget about them.
0: Mm -hmm. So, uh, kind of on the similar line, as a minimalist, what have you seen is like, something that most of us could let go like something tangible that most of us for some reason hold on to but we could let go
1: there's probably a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> so I feel like like think about it when you watch the movers come in your house and box everything up and put it like especially like we just moved here from Hawaii so you watch them put it in crates imagine mm-hmm. like all of that falling into the ocean what would you really care about? Like if you had to pick five things, you know, and being like, okay, maybe there's things I could like, oh, like if I'm, for me, like the most important thing to me, I love all the pictures I've taken of my son and all the pictures I have of my husband and I, and all that's digital. So it's always with me. Like, I don't need that physical thing. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've moved from Hawaii twice and I've totally, we've (laughs) lived through some crazy moves and been like, I don't know if our stuff is going to make it. Like, and so it's, like, if everything ends up in the ocean, like, I was, like, I'm going to be more sad for the fish and the, like, environment that all my stuff ended up in the ocean than me missing it. Like, so it's really releasing all of it, you know? Like, I look at the military lifestyle of, yeah, we're in this for 20 years, and all this stuff, like it's creating these childhood memories and everything for my son, but also, like, I'm not attached to, like, if my couch doesn't arrive, like, or gets beat up or our table, like, it's okay, like, we still have us, and we still are always going to be able to make it work. And so I think a lot of times it's more what I look at on a daily basis that may be helpful is Um, all the things that like you constantly feel like you're picking up or you're keeping up with, like, how can you simplify those? Yeah. So is it like stuff that's collecting dust or stuff that like kids are like picking up bins and just dumping them out and not playing with them, like simplify those things. And that's where you're going to start to feel more time and not be as exhausted. And then you're going to be like, Oh my God. Like as soon as you get on the purging bin, like (laughs) binge, you're like, Let's all, let's get rid of it all. So you just need that first, like, like inspiration to get you going. And then like, you really don't need help from anyone.
0: You're going to do it all on your own. Just feel the cleanse. Yes. Just feel the cleanse. And then you'd like let go. So
1: I actually just recently did on my Instagram, a whole series about minimalism and Mm -hmm. like every aspect of it. And then kind of showed to like a visual of like what our house looks like what we keep what we and it's it's a constant thing like a lot of times people think like okay i'm going to do this big purge and then i'm done um mm-hmm. i look at it as four season so mm-hmm. like we're about to go into like winter and the holidays and that's like a big time to be like okay like christmas presents are coming in like stuff needs mm-hmm. to go up so I started and two, it's important for kids I feel like to learn from the beginning like letting go stuff like so a lot of times moms will be like well I just like sneak stuff out when they're not paying attention but it's good for them to to learn like okay I'm getting new things like what am I ready to let go of so what we do is with every season change like I'll go in Pai's room and I'll be like okay we'll go through like The drawers under his bed and the bins that he has in his room and I'm like what like what are we ready to pass on to friends or donate or send to friends and surprise them like whatever we want to do um but it's I feel like it's so important for them to learn from the beginning how to choose like I'm not really playing with this someone else could enjoy this because Mm -hmm. if we as moms like, sneak around where, like, I'm going to just donate this, and they don't notice, like, that doesn't benefit them in
0: the long run. Yeah, then they don't learn the process, and then they're adults, and they're our age and trying to learn it, and then they're like me, who is, oh, I held on to toys, and I still, I probably should let go of, like, little kid clothes, and we don't need... All those bins that are like my just in casers or something. Like, yeah, if I had learned it as a kid, it would have been a lot easier. Come now, that is true. <laughs> it's funny because like we think we're so often we think we're doing our kids favors, and then it it maybe seems easier in a lot right now, but in the long run, like it doesn't do us or them favors, and it's just such a funny cycle that we can get into?
1: One of the best, I think, things of putting like toys in perspective was um, I read this quote in one of the books I read and it said, if you as a parent can't clean up all the toys that are out in five minutes, it's too much for kids Mm -hmm. to manage. So, I mean, now like in Kai's room, I'll be like, Kai, like clean up your room before we leave. And he's definitely back before like five minutes and even if i go in there like and, like it takes me maybe two or three minutes that yeah it's like five minutes you can do a lot like you can put away like, a lot of laundry dishes and stuff but but like for kids to if they have this giant playroom that's like stacked like you know bins and bins all the way to the wall and everything's been dumped like there's no way you could like yeah. throw it back in you know but it's not gonna It's not going to look Pinterest
0: again. (laughs) No, not that that's the goal, but it's like the feeling, the good feelings won't be there if it's just all thrown. Well, thank you. What, what would you say is your key to thriving that you would want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? Oh my
1: goodness. I feel like it's so many things, but, um, I think just once you get in a habit of one practice, like self-care practice for yourself as a mom that like really makes you feel good, then you want more. And so you're gonna keep looking for like, okay, how can I incorporate more of those practices into my day Um, and not feeling guilty about it. And also too, like, I feel like the most important thing we can give to our children is us showing we're taking care of ourselves too because then they're going to like acknowledge that and be like, that's important too. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's just starting with something you look forward to that like inspires you, fills your bucket, like gives you that placebo effect that you're like, I'm ready to go. Let's Mm -hmm. take on the day and then just keep doing more of that and keep expanding it and starting small and Making it sustainable. I've had so many friends just try and be like, I'm going to do all the things, and it doesn't work. Like, sustain small, sustainable.
0: That's the way to go.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a good because I, I, I have to really fight it, like, to not be that person that's just like, okay, I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day. And I'm going to wake up early. And I'm going to exercise before my kids. And I'm going to read this number of times, or this number of times, this minute day, And I'm going to, like, all the recommendations. I'm going to do it in 24 hours. I don't feel like it actually fits in 24 hours. Like, all of the healthy, you know, the... Exercise, read, just the actual, like, balance. Like, I just don't think that it fits. But I I feel like, if yeah, if, if you try to just shove it all in, then you get upset and you're not feeling more at peace. But as, like, this last year, I feel like I've been trying to just take one thing at a time. And even just that one thing, you feel more at peace, you feel more grounded, which we can all used in crazy 2020. <laughs> Everything is thrown out. Yeah. Well,
1: and then it feels more like something you look forward to instead of something you have to check off your list for the day.
0: Yeah. That's true. Which is probably really, really important for everybody. Well thank you so much for sharing yourself with us, your story, your point of view. I really enjoy learning more. Um Again, guys, like I said, her Instagram is fabulous. I have really enjoyed reading and learning and just then implementing and like finding little things that I can do to just make your life like that much better and that much happier. Um, if people do want to get in touch, what is the best way for them to contact you? Mainly just do Instagram. So Okay. And we will put That's that the way. in the links. It's it's not your full name. It's like Vanessa. It's Vanessa's holistic living. And then
1: I have to actually a YouTube channel. I started when I um, lived at Fort Irwin. So if you want to exercise, there's tons of little exercise videos that you can do with your kids. You can do at the playground. You can do with friends. Like um, I couldn't bring myself to delete it. It was too cute. And yeah, um, it's fun to look back up too. And I keep telling myself I am I need to add new stuff to it. And so if anyone wants to see something and have me add new stuff, I totally can. I just haven't come up with what I want to start doing.
0: There you go. So think of it and she'll create it. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Vanessa, so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing you and your heart and your just whole being. Um, guys, Really, go check her out. Just read a few posts. And then you'll become addicted because that's what happens with goodness. When goodness and light are on social media, you just can't stop eating it up. And thank you again, Vanessa. Guys, have a good week. And remember, just because it's hard doesn't mean it has to be miserable. See ya. Hey, Waiting Warriors, if you are heading towards or in the middle of a deployment or shoot, you're just a military spouse trying to do their best, I want to give you something I've created with you in mind. I've created a free download called Three Ways to Set Up Your Marriage for a Successful Deployment. I know deployments can be tough, but I am a firm believer that they don't have to ruin your relationship and I would really love to share with you what I've learned and now have done over and over again in my own marriage. So go to subscribepage.com/3ways to set up your marriage for a successful deployment, all one word there at the end, or check out the show notes for a link. Or right now you can go to my website thewaitingwarriors.com and there's a pretty little yellow button on top waiting for you.